Welcome to I Feel Like, your ultimate guide to navigating life as a young adult. We're your hosts, Anna, Dan, and Evan. And we're here to share our experiences and provide advice on everything from surviving college and forming relationships, to situational etiquette and maintaining a social life. I feel like it's time to start the podcast. Hi, welcome to this week's episode. Today, we'll be doing something a little different than our usual content. This is our first installment of the I Feel Like Advice column, Asking for a Friend. We've scoured Reddit and compiled a list of burning questions people have posted, and we'll share our thoughts and opinions and try to best answer those questions. Yes, this is pretty exciting. Um, In searching for the questions, there was a lot of interesting things. So we picked out some ones that we thought would be good to answer. So starting off, we have, why do I constantly feel tired? Okay, easiest answer, you're probably just not getting enough sleep, but I feel like from there it goes a lot deeper. Like there's a lot of layers. Why aren't you getting enough sleep? How are you spending your time during the day? Are you working a lot? Are you just lounging around a lot? Things like that. Well, I I mean, this question is kind of hard because there's a liter- it's why do I constantly feel tired that's so generic there's no like can we get your age your your yeah. uh mm-hmm. your medical history give us your daily schedule we need more information diet we, maybe we're trying to fill in these gaps and yeah. these answers aren't going to be accurate we can only provide <laughs> as much as you give us <laughs> well, and I- disclaimer we are oh not gosh. professionals Nope, not medical professionals, not psychologists, none of it. Not professional sleepers. I don't know. I feel well, like I can't get all things in my Is that a job? Can that be my job? Can I, I drop out like of college to pursue that? Maybe. Maybe we'll get to that. Um, I feel like you should harp on the getting more sleep though. Like that's definitely the first place to start though. Like, are you going to bed early enough? Or like if you have to wake up at seven each day, then you're gonna have to go to bed earlier. Like that's just the matter of fact you know like you're gonna have to fit in those eight hours I think one of you had kind of hinted at this before too but it could be like a dietary thing if you're not eating the right types of food or you're not getting in all your like macronutrients I think that can make you feel sluggish <laughs> <So> technical. <laughs> and Dan's the one who took the nutrition class not me well I'm also wondering like I used to always have trouble falling asleep like I would still be tired and I still just wouldn't be able to fall asleep. Like maybe you're stressed or like maybe you need to like meditate before bed or something or like drink some chamomile tea or I don't know, like calm Take yourself some down. Melatonin, somehow, some ambient. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, wait, no, that's how to sleep. They're asking why are they tired? Not like, how to fall maybe, asleep. Maybe, maybe because like they're, they're tired not taking because... melatonin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's probably because of their sleep though, no? I, would, I don't know. Yeah, we don't. Again, we don't know them. But my guess would just be they're not on a really good sleeping schedule. Yeah, so I just maybe. maybe plan out your day a little bit better. Say if I'm waking up at this time, maybe I should go to bed at this time. So you can maybe sure schedule getting... naps. Be a napper. Mm, well, naps a, are kind of naps are hit or miss. Treach- are treacherous. Yeah. It's like I a slippery like, slope. I feel like they're treacherous. But I'm hearing all these things about how humans aren't meant to be awake for the whole day, and it's like you're supposed to be taking naps. So I just like. Which, which I, is it then? Well, I think I it's like they're some... supposed to be short naps. They're not supposed to be like two or three hour naps. 
Yeah, I think they say the ideal nap time is 26 minutes, but I saw some girl on TikTok talk about, I think it was called bi-basic sleeping, where you like sleep for four hours straight yes, and then you yes. like do your activities and then you sleep mm-hmm. for four hours more. And she said mm-hmm. she really liked it. I mean, she, she couldn't do it for too long because of um, her like living situation yeah. with other people and it messed them up. But I don't know. Maybe we should um, write this person back and ask <laughs> them to be a little more thorough in their question and give mm-hmm. us some background. If you're struggling with this, let us know. Give if us your specific one, situation. If you're the one who posted this on Reddit, please reach out to us. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think there's anything else we can say without more information. So we can just move on to the next one. So the next one is... How to tell someone their cooking is bad without being mean. Okay, as someone who prides themselves on being a good cook and yeah, someone true. who's very interested in cooking, mm-hmm. this is touchy because I know I've, especially during quarantine, been cooking more and I've made some food and dishes and dinners and whatever for my family. And there have been a couple times where they kind of gave me bad feedback, like it was too salty or I don't know, it just kind of didn't that turn kind out. Of like a little complaint, too salty? Are they really complaining? I, I know they're not saying, I, I know it's not a-, a very high salt tolerance <laughs> compared to most people. <laughs> but I don't think that would ruin the meal for me, but I don't know, maybe. Well, I guess it's it's not like a situation where it's completely inedible. Like in mm-hmm. the movies where they pull something out and yeah. it's black on the top. It's nothing like that. But when my mom or my sister, you know, I can kind of tell when they're not crazy about it. And then I ask more about like, what specifically did you not like? And, you know, I do take it a little personally mm-hmm. sometimes. It's, I don't know. Like, I like to think I'm good at it. Do they not like the dish or did you not do it right? is my question to you specifically, and not whoever sent this in. <laughs> yeah, we're not answering this person's question. We're answering We mine, have I got guess. to get to the bottom of this salty food that Anna is making people. <laughs> I think it's just maybe it didn't quite turn out how we would thought, how we would think. Mm-hmm. And also, I think I definitely have different food preferences in my family for example I probably do like things a little more seasoned than they do and they they I like al dente pasta and they don't it's just Uh, kind of small things like that I don't like al dente either or they're supposed to eat it al dente that's a whole nother thing (laughs) (laughs) and I think some of it is also like I like to sear things and roast things and really get color and mired reaction i'm i don't want to geek out too much and this is not is a food science advice column but i don't know they'll literally throw a, chi- a plain chicken breast with no salt or pepper in the oven like wh- what is that i mean I, I totally do that too who are you Evan feeding this Evan, to your Evan does do that <laughs> i'm okay with that and like i love flavor and like i love salt and pepper but like I don't think that's something that I need to do. And it's like, if I, mean, I forget. You've been doing breadcrumbs recently, though, and I'll take yeah. that. That's at least some mm-hmm. seasoning. Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's bring it back yeah, to this say, person's yeah. question. So back well, I to don't the think... question, I... Sorry, you can go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I think it depends on who, like, the type of personality the cook has in regards to their cooking. If there's someone like Anna mm. who's like, really proud of their food, or... I guess the cook's relationship with cooking, like, is it someone who's really proud of their cooking? It's something they 
than mm. good at that they enjoy doing? Or is it someone who's just like, yeah, I cooked some food. It might be good. It might not be good. When I said relationship, I thought you were getting at like, who is this person to you that's making the food? Like, is this your mother? Is this your partner? Is this just a friend? Like that would change how I would I think I assumed, I think I assumed that it was like a friend or a close family member. So mm-hmm. someone who would probably treat similarly in regards to this well, specific I would, scenario. I would almost say if it's someone you're closer with, then you can be a little more honest where yeah. it's, mm-hmm. you got invited to a dinner party of someone oh, yeah, no, you yeah. kind of know I if even if it was burnt I would shove it in my mouth and say this is delicious <laughs> give me more we've all done that <laughs> yeah absolutely well I don't I don't get the impression that this person is uh, I don't know I have so many questions like why is this person cooking why are you not cooking so are you forced to eat their food and is it like are they messing it up or is it like the type of food that they're making that you don't like? Maybe a good way to get around this could be saying or offering, hey, next time, since you did it, I'll cook next <laughs> I'll time. Cook. So then you don't you don't really have to have really subtle. And if you don't want to cook, then you better suck it up and eat this food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. If you want some cooking tips, I think we did an episode <laughs> on eating on a budget. Oh my gosh, really stop with this though. promotion. <laughs> but how would you actually tell someone would you ever just say like, oh, sorry, dude, you know, I didn't really enjoy this. Would you ever do that? I feel, I feel like I would sugarcoat it so much to the point that like they wouldn't even get it to criticism if, if like I wasn't that close with them. But I feel like I would be like, oh, this is kind of like what my mom used to make. When my mom made it, she would do like X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't had that in so long. And really just hint that that's how you want to eat it. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's definitely ways to do it without being mean. Like, you just have to make sure you're not attacking them or, like, their effort. You just need to say, like, you know, be not subtle, but, you know, just, you know, something was missing or, like, you know, it's not you, it's the food. Yeah. Like, I'd also, emphasize, like... I'd also emphasize that it's just, like, the person who's eating it it's your own taste it's like not everyone might right and that's why cooking is honestly kind of hard because everyone does have different preferences Mm -hmm. but I think a good fallback or at least something I say sometimes is this is really good but chicken's not really my favorite Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. to kind of make it seem like it tastes good but this just isn't typically a food that I enjoy or mm-hmm. eat a whole sure. lot of mm-hmm. and if you bring it back to you it makes it almost seem like oh i'm the weird one for not mm-hmm. liking it sure, even sure, your sure. Food is great and i think that does make the cook feel a little better mm. i'd hope <laughs> okay moving on so our next question is my mother hates my girlfriend what do i do i guess this applies to like Girlfriend, boyfriend, significant other. Yeah, we're, we'll just apply this to spouses in general. I've definitely seen all those TikToks of like, show me your mother-in-law hates you without telling me your mother-in-law hates you. And I find those so funny how these wives are getting these voicemails from their husband's mothers. It's like, oh my gosh, calm down. I'm not on that side of TikTok, but now <laughs> I want to be. <laughs> like, I think with with this question again I guess it kind of depends on the context I mean maybe this person really is just kind of crazy or maybe there is Mm -hmm. a really good reason why she your parents don't like your significant other but I think a big thing is a lot of parents like cannot handle that their children are having another life that doesn't where 
like mommy's not mm-hmm. my number yeah. one contact. Mm-hmm. No, I, I think you definitely address both situations. And I would definitely say that's probably, you know, it. I'd have to know which of those it is first, I feel like. Right. I think if it's maybe the first one where, I don't know, maybe they, they do have a valid reason to be a little <laughs> <laughs> concerned. I don't know. Maybe try to like highlight how how good they are mm-hmm. in the relationship or some sort of a positive I guess assuming this isn't something like I don't know they've they're like a serial killer or something crazy like that I don't know I feel like it also kind of depends like the, the action that you can take about this depends on how old you are and what stage of life you're in like if you're still living at home with your parents and it's like the parent then always has to deal with the girlfriend or the boyfriend coming over and things like that that's one story but if like you're an adult you're living on your own things like that that's another story and I feel like you have a lot more freedoms in which yeah. mm-hmm. in directions in which you can take it from there mm-hmm. do you think you would ever tell your significant other like hey my my mother doesn't like you could you maybe I just... don't think you have to be told a lot of times you just know <laughs> I feel like the significant other would know before the child I'm sure she maybe recognizes some hate but do you think part of the what do I do is act having the significant other act you know a little more you know friendly I guess or telling them to act up maybe do that I think it also depends on how reasonable the mom's complaint is sure Mm -hmm. like if it's like oh I hate her because she has tattoos it's not like she can she can maybe cover them up but like well I guess we're assuming this is a case where like it's not some crazy person Mm -hmm. maybe just don't get along I think in that case if they're really if they're being mean to this person and it's not just kind of a behind closed door thing, then I think whoever's mother this is needs to sit down and say like, look, I'm not really cool with you constantly like putting this person down. They're important to me. Mm-hmm. Like, please yeah. stop doing this for my sake. Mm-hmm. But I guess there's also the situation where they may just never like each other. And unfortunately you might have to choose whether this significant other is worth maybe having some some family in-law intent um tension i guess i always hear about that in the movie and i'm just wondering does that actually happen in real life it like, does i know like, a ton of people it, it does. whose like, families hate their spouse it's, what, it's common. Is, what is wrong with the spouse that you could do that like i guess i'm just challenging you like if there's some tension between your parents and your significant other like don't just walk away from that like try to address it like whatever it is I'm I I guess I'm having trouble understanding what could possibly be such a big deal that they couldn't move on from or that they couldn't look past and you could still have some relationship with but I think a lot of parents especially maybe older parents who maybe are more set in their ways can get a little stubborn at times not to say that all old people are stubborn but I feel like they're just used to certain things so when things kind of change the status quo as they know it that can kind of ruffle some feathers if you will I mean I guess for me it's like I can't like I don't call my parents every day like we don't have that kind of relationship but at the same time it's like I feel like down the line I maybe will regret not having contact like that you always hear about things like that so I guess I would just say even if like oh there's tension like don't give up like keep reaching out keep trying to have that conversation maybe maybe you never know what'll happen 
do we have any other thoughts or are we ready to move on? I think we're good. And again, it's really hard to say, I guess, without the exact context of yeah. the situation, we need which to know- we're going to yeah. probably say after every single question. We need to talk to this girlfriend. We need to talk to the mother. We'll have them both on the podcast. Yes. Like Dr. Phil Dr. style. Phil. Yeah. <laughs> we'll roll some clips, get a studio audience. And we have a surprise. Your mother-in-law's here. We'll ambush them. Yeah, no, that's good. Okay, next question. What can I do to be successful without going to college? Well, I guess, Evan, do you maybe want to start off <laughs> talking about this? Just because I know your brother didn't go to college and yeah. has like a, a less traditional yeah, path, I, I think, guess. I think I'm definitely the only one that can speak on this just because that's how it worked out in life for the three of us. But um, yeah, my brother didn't end up going to college. It just wasn't for him. And, um, you know, I don't know if I would say he's successful yet, but I mean, he's definitely holding his own like he has a job you know and I think there's definitely things you can do without I would I would say you do need a high school degree I would say get that for sure but college you know there's tons of you know manual labor jobs out there that you could do there's tons of trade schools that you could go to if you wanted to do something specific like that I think there's tons of ways to kind of um not make your own kind of business or whatever you want to do like you know as long as you kind of have a plan for yourself and like know what you're interested in but without going to college, then sure, I think you can make it work for sure. I feel like having a plan is kind of the most important thing that you can do with something like that because you always hear about too, like not going to college, like, oh, like you can go to trade school. But like you can also just kind of make your own brand, like make your own business, do what you want to do. But as long as you kind of have a set plan and a direction that you want to go with that, hopefully you should be at least starting in the right direction. Also heard things about like a, pre- oh my gosh, how do you say this word? Apprenticeship. Apprenticeships. Yeah. So or like that's internships. Like, yeah. Ex- not, I mean, I'm thinking more. Well, I guess yeah, like apprenticeship. Thing. Like yeah. I know apprenticeship is really common in like the term for like the tattoo and piercing industry. Like mm-hmm. that's yeah. They start as like an apprentice or whatever. I don't know. It's probably like more specific to certain types of professions. I guess you know, there's you don't need to have some nine to five office job to be successful in life you know if as long as you find a job that um can or not even a job I don't know some way to make money that's good for you and can help you live a happy and long life then trade you know. bitcoin I don't know <laughs> um but on a real um, on a more real note even if you did if you didn't go to a trade school even maybe if you found an internship, I don't know, this is kind of a gamble because I don't really think this is how it works anymore, but maybe you could get lucky enough to kind of snag a really low level position at a company and then just kind of climb the ladder, get good at your job, learn as much as you can. Again, I don't know how common that is these days because even internships are competitive and a lot of them want people want people pursuing college degrees, but hey, you might get lucky if you know someone in your family or you have some sort of a connection who can maybe set you up with even something like just a receptionist job or just something really Mm -hmm. simple. Something that you can start in at the company. And I also think it's worth noting that like, just because you go to college doesn't mean you're going to be successful. I think we all know people that are going to make it. There's plenty of people who get degrees and 
have the same or worse jobs than people <laughs> who didn't go to college. Yeah, so you can definitely find something that works for your interests. Just figure out your interests. I guess if we're done with that one, we can move on to our next question, which is, should I throw away all the cards my ex wrote me and our photos together? I'm assuming after a breakup. I think this I would one's... Hope so. <laughs> <laughs> well, it did say X. True, so. true, yeah, true, 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 yeah. I think this one's kind of tough. It depends on the person, and I guess it depends on, was this, were you dating for like a month, married for like 10 years? Different, I guess, relationships are going to have different memories, and I know some people are more sentimental than others, but I, I don't mean, know. I think... We've, we've all had exes just yeah. briefly go around and say what we did well I guess for my ex I, I did keep some of this stuff for a little while I it's not like the minute we broke up I burned it all or anything like that <laughs> I think I just I mean it's not like I took it out all the time and looked at it but I guess I just wasn't quite ready to part with it yet but I don't know eventually I did throw it away just because I didn't really feel any sort of connection to it or whatever before we move on Anna what did you throw away like I'm just interested to know because I I can't say that I've thrown away anything I don't really even know what I have of my ex to be honest because I've just kind of like left it wherever it is I don't even know but I don't think I've gotten rid of anything like what do you even get rid of um I guess some some cards and also it was just kind of like little stuff, you know, you keep a little box, like this is the ticket from our first date or like just little of kind of like tchotchke things that are kind of reminders of stuff you've done. I don't know. I just, I just threw it away. And okay. Well, I've already talked about my experience. What about you, Dan? Um, For me, I think I was kind of like Anna. I didn't like toss it immediately and I'm sure I still have some of it. But I feel like a lot of, like, the standout things, like, oh, like, anniversary or, like, first date, stuff like that. Like, I threw all that out probably within three, two, three months. Wow. I'm kind of shocked. I don't think I would give the advice that you throw things out. I mean, I'm not, unless, say, like... I'm not saying that's necessarily what you should do. Like, I don't have any regrets, but, like, I think every person in every relationship is different. So definitely don't play off of directly what we're saying, like play off of your own experience and think for yourself like will I be better off if I get rid of this stuff or will right. I be better off if I keep it because you also don't want a shrine of your ex sitting around reminding you of this I lost the love of my life or whatever you don't want it to hold you back from living your life or potentially meeting someone new if it's gonna be bad for you I don't know I guess it's tough because if you miss them or whatever you probably want to cling to it, but I don't know, having a constant reminder might not be the best thing either. I think it's helpful in moving on if you're in a situation where you need to move on from someone in the past. I feel like those physical tangible objects that like you could throw away, they're almost, at least in my experience, it's like it's preventing you from moving on. So by throwing it away, that kind of did help me. It's just going to depend on your own preferences. Some people move on faster than others. And like I said earlier, it's just going to depend on the, I guess, strength of the relationship, length of time. I mean, I know people whose husbands died and their toothbrush is still on the sink. I don't know. 
Okay, I don't think I'm advocating for that, <laughs> but I... Yeah, I mean, that's an extreme example, <laughs> yeah. but I don't know. Some people just can't part with it. I don't know. I feel like, for me, it's like, I, I, you know, I feel like I understand wanting to move on, but I feel like to move on, I, I don't know, I just needed time. It wasn't about, like, those things, and maybe that's just me. I didn't really feel sentimental about things like that like I wasn't like picking up our movie ticket stub every day and looking at it or anything like that like it's just in a drawer somewhere yeah like it's not harming anyone to just sit there it's not like I was looking at it anyway but I guess I'm just thinking like in the future I don't look back on anything with disdain so it's like um why not keep them so that I can reminisce and stuff like that in the future yeah I think to your point I didn't throw my stuff away as a way to get over it. I think it just kind of sat in my closet and it was there. (laughs) (laughs) And it was just there. And I never really pulled it out and looked at it, but I guess I knew that it was there, which was maybe a comfort or something. But then I think I just got to a point where I just really didn't need it. And I felt no attachment to it. This is kind of a side topic, but I, can't hold my tongue because this just drives me crazy sometimes when people break up and on their instagram or whatever social media they delete all the photos of this person and i don't understand that i i just can't understand you have this account people can see it people see that you've deleted all these photos i just i find that completely weird like uh, these photos aren't holding you back like just keep keep them on there it's fine it's not a big deal i mean i'm definitely guilty of that but i feel like i didn't do it just for the photos but maybe it's because the captions where it's like love you forever or something like that but it's like okay i get it it's there but it's like we we know that's not true anymore like we can we can look at that i think anna did the same thing too when she's (laughs) evan's not on instagram i deleted the pictures but not immediately i think some people do find it really liberating or or whatever to throw stuff out the minute they get broken up with or to immediately delete the pictures I don't know maybe that's just how some people cope with it I'm guess I just don't get how you could have an Instagram with one photo on it well you also don't even have Instagram so I don't know I guess I guess I'm just better (laughs) than everyone if you know the rules of Instagram (laughs) okay moving on before we get too deep in this instagram um let's see okay this one's kind of a little goofy i guess but the question is how to not be gullible don't be me i was gonna say evan how are, how's that working for you <laughs> I feel really like I definitely i didn't oh, think evan yeah. was that gullible oh i definitely was Maybe I'm better now and you don't see it as much, but I can definitely tell you that I was the gullible one in elementary, middle school, whatever. Like I, I was definitely the one people were pulling long cons on. Like I, I remember like, long cons. like honestly, like honestly, I, for the longest time in high school, I was convinced that this person had this dog and whatever excuse they came up with, it made sense to me. You rationalized it in your head. I've it, never heard this story. So, you know, I, I how to not be gullible? I I don't know. People if people are lying to you, how do you Well, I how think, do you not see the well, uh, see through it? 
I don't think just because someone's lying to you and you believe them, that makes you gullible. I think it's more like, I don't know. I guess my advice for this question would be just, I don't know, try to like educate yourself. Like with a lot of those scams, if it sounds too good to be true, then it probably is. You know what I mean? Like, you're not, you're not, you're not talking about friends being like just trickstery. You're talking about like, you're at the, the store they're talking, yeah they're talking like about Ponzi the schemes. reward card oh, you're like don't, don't be know. gullible like move on with your day is that what you're saying um i don't know i guess when i think of gullible i just think of people like falling for things really easily sure. or believing things that are kind of outlandish i guess that this there's like a twofold way to think about this question because in like anna's sense it's like yeah don't do those pyramid and ponzi scheme things they never work out you're never going to win that car that they advertise in the brochures anything like that so just flat out, don't do those. Unless Never. you're the one. In, yeah, go ahead. I was just saying, unless you're the one inventing the pyramid and Ponzi scheme, which like, I'm pretty sure that's illegal, but like, good for you if you're making that bank. <laughs> Never um, buy anything from like a solicitor. I don't think oh, I've ever yeah. done that or my family has, but I definitely like be better mm-hmm. than that. Like, no, you don't need that. Whatever yeah. they're selling. I don't know. I think, I don't know. I, I guess some people are just genuinely more trusting of others or more or less cynical and skeptical but I think it's not a bad idea to question things or kind of think to yourself is this true would this person have a reason to deceive me or something like that I don't know I think I guess not always but I guess if you're too trusting or too nice or Mm -hmm. something like that I don't know maybe that's perfect bait for people who are preying on gullible people (laughs) and once you establish yourself that you're not a gullible person people won't really try things on you so then you're in the clear you just have to get over that first kind of clearing and maybe find someone else in your group who's more gullible so then they'll be pulled oh my gosh are you suggesting they pawn it off to someone else (laughs) that was the opposite advice i was gonna give i was gonna say surround your people that can hopefully tell you the truth and like if someone's trying to scam you they'll chime in and be like that's a scam, Evan. Like again, I think we're I think we're thinking of this differently between like <laughs> jokes and actual scams. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of ways to think of this. Yeah. Well, even if it's lighthearted with Evan's dog situation, I'm sure it didn't make you feel good to know that oh, yeah. they were tricking you. So even uh-huh. if it's something lighthearted, it can still make you kind of feel bad about yourself. True. True. Okay, so if maybe okay, so if the problem is like a friend situation them playing tricks maybe you should confront your friends be like enough but if it's like a real like money problem like you're being scammed then i don't know you need to find a you need contact to find your local yeah. authorities <laughs> or ask a parent friend whoever before you give away your social security to be entered in for a cruise yeah. raffle or something Side note, never give away your social security unless it's for like a job sure, or a government yeah. thing. If they're calling you, like that's that's a scam. Yeah, if, if you ever have to give your social security number on the phone, a scam. Mm-hmm. I got I, a voicemail that said if I didn't call, like something, blah, blah, blah. If you don't call us back, we're going to have to take legal action. Like what? No, I, th- what I legal think that makes no sense. I think the rule of thumb is like, if they're calling you, like that's not real. Like a, they don't call like that i don't think well i think that was kind of to my point about not just on mean but educating yourself so knowing that Uh that a bank is not going to text you saying that your account's been compromised a Mm -hmm. bank would never do that yeah 
which I think is, these are just things that you kind of learn with experience. Mm -hmm. And if you're young, don't worry about it. (laughs) Uh, I mean, like be careful, but if you fall for something, they prey on young people. Everyone's done something like that. Make your mistakes early. So when you're an adult, I think if that about wraps up that question, we can move on to one of, if not our last question of the day, which is I broke my boyfriend's gaming computer. Help. Evan, does Evan? this trigger you? Why does it go to me? Evan's the, our resident gamer, I guess, I guess CS ga- major, yeah, computer yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. I feel like gaming. I get that you're calling on me because of the gaming computer, but there's a bigger issue of like, how do you solve this relationship issue? I feel like, um, I feel like there's so many solutions. So I'm wondering what you guys think. Like, do you replace it? Do you not even tell him, or do you like tell him and you like? I don't know, reimburse Anna, him or something. Like Anna, what? let's give our opinions that Evan could give the true opinion <laughs> of what a gamer would yeah. want. Yeah, you broke my gaming computer. Tell me what you're going to do, and then I'll tell you what the best solution is. Okay. okay. I think I I'll, guess... I'll go. Yeah, you go first. What I would do is first, I would see how badly I broke it. And if I could fix it in any way I could, I would oh definitely gosh. try to do that and never tell because people. You know I'm just going to jump computers. in right now. I think that is a terrible idea. And from the framing of this question i don't know how much you know about computers but if you broke something please do not touch it and like you cannot make it better okay <laughs> so i've already i've already messed though. up then i would google and do youtube videos on how to fix oh my it. gosh no yeah and because then, you're gonna know what the exact yeah. problem is and you're gonna be no. able to communicate that on like a forum or search for a video Mm-mm. and then i would get a really sad face on for when they came home and be like oh my god i broke it but i have no idea how Dance to fix it i'm victim. so sad because evan's gullible <laughs> So yeah, that's what I would do. Here's what I would do. And I think this is taking the high road, the mature (laughs) solution, not this silly, let me try to DIY a computer. But (laughs) I'd honestly probably just tell them. I mean, I definitely would freak out and panic before I told them, but I would just say, look, this is what happened. And I guess, I don't know. I know gaming computers are pretty expensive, but I guess I would offer to at least give them money toward fixing it, if not completely fixing it myself. Mm-hmm. But maybe I think I would hope that maybe they would just say like, you know what, it's okay. I I can buy a new one or something. But yeah, I think is, at least if you offer, I don't know. This is definitely like a money issue. Like if this was like a fairly heirloom, family heirloom that you broke, like that would be a situation. You know what I mean? Like Right, at get least it's glue, replaceable, yeah, probably. Get the glue gun out, like, throw that together overnight. He better not know. But, like, this is, like, like don't Google anything and try doing it yourself. Like, if you want to, like, take the initiative and, like, bring it to the repair shop yourself and, like, get that sorted out yourself, like, tell them what you broke. Like, I'm sure they can figure it out probably and fix it up without, you know. Yeah, I guess that's even having another to... option, trying to get it fixed behind their back. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I probably wouldn't do that either because sometimes if, I guess, depending on the damage, it's just kind of not the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. But even that could and be- And it's sneaky. You could, you could surprise them with an upgrade. Say like, oh, I broke it. I brought it to the shop. Don't worry. We fixed it. And I like got you a better motherboard. Oh, I got like you this that. brand yeah. new computer because <laughs> I broke it. But I got you a new one. Yeah, so I think 
I guess the main advice that I would give is don't try to fix it. Like, give him the hard news and like, you know, you're a, you said my boyfriend. So like, clearly you're in a relationship. So I don't know, you know, maybe you're not sharing money yet, but like, I would assume that you could, you're paying for stuff for each other. So like, yeah, just I think people value honesty. Yeah. Question for, sorry, real quick. If like a gaming computer breaks and you get a new computer, do you still have access to all the games on like your progress or do you have to like start over and things? Um, probably that, depends yeah that depends on certain things. wow like wow is the we're not getting into that entire? right now okay yeah it's fine. evan will go on for Sorry. an hour if check we out my check out my youtube now. channel i talk about oh my god all this self-promotion you're making us look so desperate okay last question let's go last question for today's episode Things to do over the weekend when you have no one around. And from the question title, this is kind of framed in the context of the pandemic. So it's not like hanging out with a lot of people or going to a lot of public places is an option. Yeah. Hmm. I think there's a lot of different ways you can go about this. Because while you're alone, you can still do things virtually with friends, or you can still do things literally just by yourself alone. So I think that there's a couple different ways that this question can be taken. I think I want to add something that I would recommend is picking up a hobby. I don't know, maybe make some sourdough bread or something, or banana bread. That's what seemed to be the hot baking items of the quarantine. I even coffee. Or even just, that's not really baking. No, that takes five minutes. That's not going to sustain someone for a whole weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Or, I don't know, painting, knitting, puzzles. I don't know, puzzles. Puzzles (gasps) Puzzles. have probably been through the roof. I feel like just crafts in general are like a good idea too. I don't know, maybe work out. Oh, that's a good sleep. one. Leap. Play a sport. Oh, yeah, get I... your sleep. Maybe, you? yeah, maybe <laughs> this is why you're tired. <laughs> I guess then if you want to do things virtually with your friends, that's a whole nother ball game. And I think that we have some pretty good, I would say pretty good suggestions. The three of us haven't all seen each other since the start of the pandemic, really, but we've been able to do some fun virtual game nights, hangouts, things like that. I think there's a lot of different ways you could go about it. I definitely recommend, sorry, Anna, go ahead. I was going to say, I think even just talking to someone else mm-hmm. is fun too. Even if we don't, when we get on Zoom or Discord or whatever, even just updating each other on the happenings is fun. Maybe call someone you've been meaning to catch up with. I don't know, call your mom. Sometimes I call my mom when I'm bored. Call someone. Don't Even if it's just a small phone call. <laughs> oh, I meant like when I oh, was not oh. living at home. Okay, okay. I think back to Anna's point though, I definitely recommend setting up a Discord channel. It just makes things so much easier because then instead of having to like make a Zoom the whole time or like someone having to organize a call, you can just like text in your group chat or whatever and be like, hey, I'm going to go on the Discord server now if anyone else wants to hop on. And that's just a pretty easy way to talk to people. And it's pretty convenient once it's set up. This is kind of interesting. I know a lot of places are doing virtual events, museums for one, I think do virtual tours or something like that, or even zoos are having virtual exhibits. They may or may not be 
ticketed. Some are free. I'm not exactly sure. But that could be something to occupy an afternoon if there's something you wanted to learn more about or something you wanted to check out. Do not go to any of those, like, drive through a parking lot to see lights or some pop-up show i would not recommend <laughs> well i don't know that i would recommend if you, no i would recommend if you're going with people because then you can laugh at it together but it, do not go alone it's not worth it i think it depends on the event there's been a ton of stuff didn't the chain smokers have some virtual drive-up concert or something? What? I, did, I heard about That's that insane <laughs> wow good for them and i know there's been a ton of like drive in drag shows and mm. all sorts of events i have not heard of such events but those sound fun yeah maybe you could go to one of those the only advice i have is to game so if you're into that you could do that there you go right i guess binge watching gaming stuff oh, like I was that is always play games but always if you want to watch games. an option also That's a good movie yeah, I was gonna say movies, TV. If you if you're into reading, try reading some new stuff. Yeah, finish that book you haven't finished since the first grade or something. Since the first grade. <laughs> I hope you're not reading the books you're reading in the first grade. I really been meaning to finish cat. You know and what I cat. mean? Maybe it's like that high school book that you never read because you hated that okay, teacher. Well, you Now's said the first time. grade. <laughs> okay, well, you know what I mean. <laughs> well, on that note, I think that about wraps up today's episode. If you guys have any more questions for us, if you want us to give our takes on any more advice, anything like that, definitely hit us up on our social media, our website. Um, links to everything can be found in the description. And maybe in the future, we'll do this again if you guys give us some more advice that you want us to talk about. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Be sure to like and follow our podcast on whatever platform you're currently listening to it on. Check out our social media linked in the description and tune in next week for even more advice. TTYL from IFL. Bye.